0: Hello, there we go. Thank you, Hilton, for those kind words. It's, it's, it seems it's like you don't know anybody. Likes me when I'm pretty thick. I'm okay. um, not so For those of you um, who don't know me, like Hilton said, my name is Christian, I'm one of the leaders here. Um, just show of hands if there's anybody here for the first time. We love new new business over there. Welcome. <laughs> Thank you for joining with us this morning. fantastic. That's so so good to always meet and see and give new people. So a warm welcome, welcome to you. Um, yes, we are currently in a preaching series on holiness, um, this being week number three. Um, where in the last two weeks, um, Stan and, and Ray have done a, a fantastic job, where they try to unpack the, the, the concept of holiness, but and, and then Ray looked at a holy God and what that um, means for us. So this morning, I want, to, I want to take it one step further, just to unpack what the very real and practical implications is when we come face to face with our holiness. Um, so, I'm, yeah, I'm going to try and unpack, unpack that this morning. So, holiness is one of those great and unique things in Scripture, but it doesn't get a lot of airtime in church um, these, these days. It's like we, we might have perceived it to a, be a bit too religious, or we think now it's going to be a bit heavy, you know, from the, the front, or Someone just think that it is such an as such an an unattainable thing, uh, living a holy life so widely in trouble. Um but you know what, in my study of, of the of the subject it dawned on me that that thinking and that neglect of the holiness of God in, in the in the church spells disaster for this moment. Spells disaster for you and me. If we do not um, tap into or, or, or really dig into the holiness of, of God. Um, we, yeah. So, so if, if we think that you know, suddenly, suddenly holiness becomes a central to our walk with, with God and. Who we are called to be, it's not just some optional extra that we can just bolt onto our salvation. It, it, it needs to be, it, it needs to have an impact on our own lives. So this morning, like I said, i want going to unpack that very real and practical thing that happens when we s- s- see it. So I started I preached the impact of holiness. But just just before I get into, into that, I, I just felt like I needed to just just remind us of a couple of um foundational truths that Stan and Ray has unpacked un- over the last two weeks, just for us to use that as a a springboard to to go from there. So the, the the first one is that holiness is unique to God. It's only God that is unique. Oh, sorry, it's holy. So to understand holiness, you need to know God. That's a, that's a fundamental point.
1: Next one is that
0: we have got absolutely no right to be within a million miles of the holiness of, of God. None but for Jesus. He made a way, he, he bridged the, the, the divide between us and the Holy One. Third point is that holiness has all, almost nothing whatsoever to do with observing the rules or regular deliberations. Holiness and living a holy life is partaking the divine nature That's the only thing. It's, it's not that we, we to, to live a holy life that we need to put things down and stop doing things. We have to pick something up. We have to embrace something the gift of holiness. And that's a fundamental thing. We all think God's oh, holiness I've going to live like this. No. First, first be in First look at what holiness is, And then start living a uh, holy life. And for the final one is that we are all called to be holy. We cannot avoid God's holiness. Which we kind of think that you know, it's, it's, it's more for some in the church I and mean, for some of those who really got it together you know, they may be be holy and we'll just you know, it's because it's such a big thing we can't do it for all of us but, but listen to, to what Peter says in 1 Peter 1, 15-16 he says as he who called you is holy you also be holy in all your honor because it is written, be holy, And if you look back to um, Hebrews chapter 12, verse 14, that says, Assume peace with all people and holiness, without which no one will see the Lord. That's quite hectic. So it, it says that you have to be holy because we serve our Holy One. But also, if we don't, no one will see the book. The that's hectic. That's a that's a that's a big, a big statement to make. But you will see it and they will wonder why why that statement can be made. So with those first four fundamental points laid down, let's let's go. So while I was pre- preparing, um, I really tried to. Think of a good picture or, or an image or a thought to try and explain or um, in, 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 in encapsulate my preach. and just give be, be you a uh, visual reference point. In the last two weeks, Stan used the picture of, of the sun and Ray used the picture of the ocean. Two great pictures, but I'll be honest with you, I struggled, I struggled to find a picture. I can fully do this subject justice. Everything just seems too small. Everything just seems like I just it doesn't it, it cannot do the 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 what I quite want to say with it. But other than that, of God. He did give which I will share with you a bit later on. But the, during this struggle to find something to to uh, root it in two things would go on. First one is if you are if you are a preacher and there's a preaching s- s- series, make sure you are the first or second to preach to because you can get all the best um, <laughs> <laughs> you can really allow people with that because while way three all the good stuff's gone right? <laughs> yeah. so, Anyway, so for all you that aspiring to preachers, remember that. Secondly, more profoundly, endure that no created thing can fully encompass the holiness of the uncreated. No creature, no object, no image, no thought, no event, physical or spiritual, can ever fully. Explain the holiness of God. Listen, just 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 like um Tarrant brought this morning about that when, when we when we see God, it, it's not that He gets bigger; it's just that we see something new about Him in we see And so, I'm going to go with that with with the big picture thing about the the, 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 the universe. So, just to give you an idea, so we um, we live in in a galaxy, and out there there are millions of galaxies. So it just just keeps going and going and going. And to to explain to you, that the the next galaxy to us is 25,000 light years away. So for 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 those that you don't quite, sorry, quite grasp that, it is it 4.5, sorry, this, this, this is four point five sorry, let me just explain. So it's it it, it is four and a half billion kilometers away. So to put that that in, in context. The, at the, at the moment, out take tech from technology that we know, the fastest ship or vehicle or spaceship that we have is the Voyage Voyager 2. And at the moment, it's travelling at 55,000 kilometers per hour. So, to statistically, give you an idea. By the time I'm finished preaching, it would have just done an entire lap around deep the Earth. That's how quick this thing is. So. Okay, so four and a half billion kilograms of the monometers, if you work that, that, that out, it would take us four and a half. So, so yeah, it's a big, I can not even get my head around. The, the, the point you get it, 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 it would take us four and a half billion years. to to, to get there in that spaceship. If we got into that now, to get into the next galaxy, to take us 4.5 billion years. Now, if you think about it, scientists reckon that the Earth is 4.5 billion years old. So, if, if we got into that spaceship on the day that God created the Earth, we would just be at the border of going into the next galaxy. That's one of millions of characters. So, even that does not explain the thickness of God, because all of that is still created by the one that we are trying to, to, to explain this uh, thickness of The simple truth is that none of creation whatsoever, natural or supernatural, will ever fully comprehend the full areas of God. Even the angels and the living creatures around His throne that we read of in Revelation chapter four, they continuously cry, Holy, 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 the God of mighty. And this is a, from a direct response that they are looking at the Holy One. They're experiencing the Holy One. And every millisecond they see at a at different angle or an increase revelation of the holiness of God. And this is that this has such a profound effect that they go into the next chorus of holy, holy, holy. And after that, with more of God's holiness. And this continuous, never-ending um, revelation of the weakness of His holiness. Just helps us to go into a new chorus of holy Holy, And this will never stop because there's no end. To the holiness of God. You know what, friends, this is such good beautiful for us. Because the one inevitable thing about God's holiness, if you come face to face with it, right, that it will change. And it will change you for the better. Um, no created thing is immune to it, both in heaven or, or on earth. Continuous revelation of its holiness will control your life, your actions, and your walk, your walk with it. Suddenly your actions will start to align with the heart of God. the way that you spend the money, the way you deal with people that are different to you, there was, there was the way that you forgive, everything gets impacted and changed when you are pregnant of each other. You start living in our diocesan lifestyle, uh, the one that you, you champion with the poor and um, marginal. You go out to find out the broken heart, and bringing freedom to, to the capital, proclaiming the year the of the Lord's Day wherever you go. And you, you know what it is, just, just like. Moses' life completely changed after he he met the audience of God in the burning bush, and we read in Exodus chapter 3. Your life will change as well. And it wasn't just Moses' life that changed, the altered trajectory of the nation of Israel changed post the burning bush. From then, Moses went back into Egypt. And, and he led the people of God out of slavery and into the, from, from, from the south. Friends, let me tell you the only way that we are going to change the trajectory of this nation is by submitting it to the holiness of God. And the only way that's going to happen is if we walk down into every situation. Walking His holiness to the Parliament, walking His holiness to the schools businesses, the economy, hospitals, everywhere, need to submit to the holiness of God. I'm so, so excited about this, you know, it's just that thought that we get to be the, the, the carriers of the carriers of the holiness. If you think how fast that thing is, if I explained about the galaxies, now think on the contrast view, with your sinful life. But we get to partner with that. We get to carry that because of what Jesus did. Very excited. And yeah. the, the, the later, later on in our preaching series, we're, we're going to um, start looking practically how that looks when we walk holiness into healing, Hol- holiness in, into and as bringing people to health, etc. But, but for, for now, I, I just want to look at that very practical thing that happens to people. That, that, that process of God's holiness affecting them. and What is my role? How does it work? What's the type of events that happens? And I, I want to try and explain that by the pic, picture that, that God eventually had made. You know? I, was, I was so pleased by the fact that I could have gone with this big picture of a, of a this, this galaxy and that galaxy and this but God gave me a real and intimate picture of, of my life. So I, I, I met my my wife while I was working and living in the UK. We got engaged very quickly, we were married within the, the year. Um at the time we were we met him a wonderful church. We were on the leadership. That was good. You know, it was in Helen and Christian, and Jesus riding shotgun. It was fantastic. Um, we were young and carefree. We had some, some the, the disposable income. Some of you don't know that we be, 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 be before you know when when you had some some, some cash there, um, it was great. You know we we had, we we were just loving life and and but suddenly we thought, hang on this a bit more. So we, we decided we are going to expand, to create a great income. And soon after, and then we to the great 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 with our uh, first son with the group then, um, who would have been born in, in the year after. So pre so pre pretty, pretty, pretty we had three years of, of just just us and, and then the, the, the group of okay. So just practically what happened, he was born. Um, was born in a desert, it was was hectic, it was snowing everywhere, so he was born so the next morning I, I go in with his special car seat that we had bought and planned for, you know what, we planned for nine months before this and one, before we, we had all such, but nothing can prepare you, this is you my purpose, nothing can prepare you for the, that impact and that level one of joy, come, come, home. Anyway, we've got this special, you know, almost it, it excuse the baby and everything, costs, uh, because it was so, so expensive. We, we get this car seat, i take it to the hospital, we put it into his walkway, it was snowing outside. Thanking everybody and wave and they give us a wave. We walk out and get, get to the car, tripping trip in, and we start riding home and the snow's And i five minutes get into the journey, it dawns on me, and I, I turn to him and say, Did you sign for this, this baby? Because I didn't sign anything. Well, she said, No, I didn't sign it for it. She said, How much did we have to pay? She said, No, I didn't pay anything. Did you pay anything? And I, the, 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 the madness of it is that they just gave us this baby. We didn't have to present a business plan or a mission statement or a how we would. They just gave us this gift, this living thing. <laughs> so we just sat inside and just broke home. This is a bit odd. <laughs> got, got, got home, parked outside our house, carefully took him out, and he's you know because he's still sleeping, walked in into our front front room, put him on a coffee table, and without even removing our coat and our and our, 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 our boots, we sat on the sofa and you know what, for the next hour and a half, we just sat staring at this little baby, just looking into his face and you, you know, we, just, we, we, were, we were just so captivated by it, looking at his little face, checking his hands out, just counting his toes again to make sure they stayed and up there. And, and you know what? In the next hour and a half, what I would think that the four, four different groups of thoughts that every new mom and dad will have in those four hours, in those, in the beginning couple of hours, happens to us. So the the first thought that came into our heads was just complete awe. You know, looking at this little thing, just every second, falling more and more in love with you. just full and gripped with emotions that we've never had before. And we were just captivated by it. Just staring and just, like I said, every every second just more and more in love with, with it. That was a glorious feeling. But then this, the second battery of thoughts came. That was fear. That fear of we know nothing. How in the world. Are we gonna keep this little baby alive for the next 24 hours, never mind the next 24 years? You know, we we have we, never been better. We said, oh, how does this work? And this fear and this this just gripped us and I thought, Jesus take the wheel here. Because this this might might go horribly wrong. It, it can go up either well or not. But it, it, it was it was such a fear, but it was a, it was a funny fear, it was like a hearty fear. It was like a quick, quick quickening of the heart fear. Um, like a um, an, an adrenaline shock. That thought quickly gave way to the, the next thought, that was urgency. That urgency of, hang on, this lady is sleeping. But in five minutes, it couldn't wake up. And what <laughs> then? If this thing wakes up, you know, the, the cat's are out of the bag. You know, we are in, in, in it. So we better get ready. So the, the fourth the final thought came to us, right, before this baby wakes up, we need to get ready. We need to change our little ways that, that we live. Change our bedtimes, feeding times, who we saw, when we saw them, and what we read, what we watched. Everything had to change and had to adapt to this new form of our family, this new gift that God has given us. And as you would think, the next couple of months changed our worlds, turned our worlds upside down. For the good, let me just, just say that. But every day, day to day, we had to adjust with this growing little baby. Your actions have to keep uh, uh, adapting to, so that we could nurture and love and care for this thing. This child. <laughs> well, but you, you know what, there, there were times when we didn't want to call anything, because it's hard. You know, eventually you, you, you get a bit tired of yes, we have to change this again so we can't go on Holiday again. Or we can't, you know, we can't see these people and we, 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 we had to go early because the, the child would be the path. And then, a, you know, times came where it was tough to keep changing. And, and times came when our urgency waned just a little bit. The, the urgency wasn't quite there anymore. And, and there was times when the, the fear subsided just. Just, just enough that you're not shaking your boots, you're just shaking your head. <laughs> and then, there, there were times when the awe of that little baby wasn't as, as awe-inspiring your in my time. But you, you know what? All we had to do was to go again and look into that little boy's face. Just really stare at it. You know what? The awe and that The awe was followed by that healthy fear. The fear gave way to urgency. Come on. And then that went into we've got to keep changing our ways. We've got to live a life that is worthy of this gift. And a, a life that will, um, um, will give this child the best opportunity Best nurturing love that we can. And you know, my friends, such is the holiness of God. For for us to, to be changed by the holiness of God, it starts with looking at Being face to face, staring into it. From there, full of all, followed by a healthy fear, followed by an urgency. And then followed by our lives changing to start living a life that is worthy of the calling and worthy of the gift of our just, lives. Just like a song is written in a certain key, and the melody follows a, 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 certain, um, a certain pattern of notes up and down, it all eventually comes back to the root what that song was written. And with with holiness, or with with, with us and our lives, up and down, and eventually when you boil it all down, you remove everything, it needs to land again with the proximity of God's holiness. The proximity of our maiden. The proximity of our father. Face to face. So friends, I want to ask you, how is your process? Do you sometimes feel? Yes, I'm not getting advice. My life is a mess, and and I'm not doing quite what I should do. And I'm not living a holy life. Boil it down. How's your how is your urgency? How's your fear? How's your awe? How is your face-to-face time with God? So, I'm, I'm, I'm hoping this preach this will encourage you to just go again. Go and look into that first love. That first time that you, you, you met the rhythm Jesus. Look into his face and again, before you know, healthy fear come on, on you. Urgency, change, and let God change you always through I'm going to pray and I'm going Thank you, Jesus, that you have made a way into the holy place. Thank you, God, that your, your holiness is a gift. Lord, and a gift that we need to steward somewhere. Lord, a gift that we, we need to start changing the ways that, that, we, that we live our lives. It's not, not because it's a it's a, it's, it's a convulsion of our love. It's just a, a, a reaction of being face-to-face face with your enemies. Your so, Jesus, will you take us on a journey of holiness? That journey that, that starts with you, goes into all fear, urgency, and change. And let, let us keep going up and down that ladder, but let us remember what is the root of our obedience. That's you and your hope. We pray this in your name, Jesus. Amen.